Welcome to the series as Dr. Ruth begins her teaching on the book of Numbers. Here is Dr. Ruth with the introduction and teachings. Welcome. This is Dr. Ruth. Praise the Lord. I am very excited you have joined me today for the study of this very fascinating book, the book of Numbers. So if you have been listening to me thus far in this podcast, you are aware that we just finished the book of Leviticus and we learned how the Lord had given his holy laws through Moses to the nation of Israel. He had explained to them the consequences for obeying and disobeying his holy laws. And he had, in a way, started to shape and mold them uh, into his chosen people. And he had taught them how they have to set themselves apart from the pagan nations. So now in the book of Numbers, the Israelites have really gotten a much better idea about the holy nature of God, and they are about to get into the promised land. So let's go over some introductory information here about the book of Numbers. Numbers in Hebrew means in the desert, okay, uh, uh, signaling how this book records the Israelites' journey in the wilderness from Mount Sinai to very close to the border of the promised land, which was Canaan. Remember, that was the promised land uh, God promised to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So, but the name in English, Numbers, was given by the translators of the Septuagint. The Septuagint referring to the Greek translation of the Old Testament. And in the English, the name of the book Numbers is supposed to reflect the two major census or the numbering of the Israelites that took place in this book of Numbers. And the main purpose of the book is to tell the story about the nation of Israel preparation to enter the promised land and how they sinned against God and God's justice towards them. And the audience, obviously the Israelites plus us, the Gentiles, because we are partakers of the uh, covenant that uh, the Lord had with Abraham, we are descendants, okay? The uh, Gentiles. The author of this book is uh, taught to be Moses. Church tradition holds that Moses compiled this uh, book uh, while in the wilderness. The timeline the book was written approximately somewhere between 1450 to 1410 BC. BC means before Christ. So let us go over the major themes of this book. There are many, but I want to highlight six major themes of this book. Number one, God's faithfulness. God's grace and mercy will be evident here in spite of the rebelli rebellious 
um, acts of the Israelites, we would see a very merciful and gracious God in operation. Second major theme is God's justice. Okay, uh, due to God's justice, the Israelites wandered in the wilderness for about 40 years. And all of that generation died, with the exception of Caleb and Joshua. We will learn that as we get into the study. The third major theme is hope. Okay, God, in spite of God's justice, he did not wipe out the nation of Israel out of the map. Okay, he preserved his chosen people, although he just uh, walked with a different generation who went in and possessed the promised land. Uh, main theme number four is the consequences or effects of disobedience, which will be the wandering in the wilderness. And this really brings to mind the whole notion of free will. That is one thing I really like about this uh, book of Numbers because there are many Christians and even unbelievers. Well, for the unbelievers, that would make sense. But there are some Christians who truly have a problem with the notion of God's free will to us. In essence, they don't agree that God has given each individual a free will. but like I taught in the book of Genesis, and I'm sure like you have seen throughout thus far, and it is explicit throughout the scriptures, God has given each of us a free will. And this book of Numbers really will bring that in the forefront because we will learn how the Israelites' free will was the primary reason why they chose to disobey God's commandments and they could not trust God. They could not uh, believe in God's promises. Because of their choices, they were not able to inherit the promise. So that was their free will being exercised right there, except it was exercised against God. And, and uh, God does not toss us as wimps. So... Um, God allowed them to die in the wilderness because of disobedience. Okay, moving to the uh, fifth uh, major theme here, the census. Moses counted the people, uh, counted the Israelites in preparation for entering the promised land. The two census, we will learn about two different censuses in this book. The first census uh, organized the Israelites into various units, uh, in preparation uh, for the army of Israel for conquering the promised land. And then we will learn about the second census, which took place after the first generation Israelites had all died in the wilderness because of disobedience towards God. And the Lord had pronounced a final judgment against that generation so that second census primarily will count the second generation Israelites who would go and inherit the promised land. The sixth and the last major theme of this book is the promised land. And uh, in it, we see God's faithfulness. Okay, God promised 
this land to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And we see how this promise was coming to fruition. And even when the spies went out, we're going to learn this uh, when we get into the book, when the spies went out to spy into the land and came back to give Moses a report, they confirmed that it was a land flowing with milk and honey. Okay, so those were the six major themes out of the book of Numbers. So where was the setting? Like I mentioned earlier, these uh, events took place at the wilderness. So um, like I explained earlier, that the, um, the book of Numbers will actually uh, pick up or begin with the nation of Israel right at the foot of Mount Sinai. They had camped there at Mount Sinai for uh, quite some time. It had been uh, about 13 months since they left Egypt, and it had been about 11 months. Uh, they had been at the foot of Mount Sinai, uh, getting all these uh, instructions uh, from, from uh, God to Moses to them. So we are looking at the second year almost going to the third year when these um, Israelites are supposed to begin their departure from Mount Sinai heading towards the uh, promised land. It goes to really show you how God needed enough time to train them, to mold them, to prepare them mentally, spiritually, physically before they proceeded to inherit the promise. And if you recall, they had been given the laws and the official nation of Israel had been birthed. The office of the priesthood had been established. Like I said earlier, the ordinances of uh, God's ordinances had been emphasized over and over. And they were well aware of the consequences of obeying and disobeying God. So in essence, these people were ready mentally physically and spiritually to go and conquer that promised land. But unfortunately, as we will soon learn, it did not happen because of their choices. And their choices are displayed a gross disobedience towards God. And the Israelites, as we will learn, number one, were rebellious against the uh, laws of uh, God, in spite of the fact that he had been with them uh, throughout their stay right there at Mount Sinai, and even he had delivered them from the hands of the Egyptian bondage. They forgot all about that, and they rebelled against God. And number two, their choices against God showed their lack of faith and trust towards God. And number three, they chronically complained against God and they were very ungrateful set of people. And in spite of all this, we will learn how faithful God was towards them. And we will learn about the love of God plus his justice. Okay, like I mentioned earlier, he had to pronounce our judgment towards them. And, and some of you may Think about the Israelites wandering in the desert and laugh. But guess what? The same thing is happening today in the New Testament era, in the uh, 
church age today as New Testament believers. There are many Christians, many people whom God has delivered from their sinful nature, from their past. They have come to the Lord, yet they are still in the wilderness of their minds, their lifestyles, their daily habits and practices are not reflective of the change that had taken place in their spirit. You know why? Again, because of their free will. They use their free will to disobey the laws of God, the laws of God rather, and as such, they do not walk with the Lord daily. They might have been delivered from their sinful nature, genuinely, because they became Christians, but the Holy Spirit that seals them has been quenched to the extent that they are barely surviving and just waiting to die and go to heaven, but they are not, but they are not enjoying their journey as a Christian. We see this happening today. So the lessons that we will learn here is that we have to truly obey the laws of God. We have to truly obey the promptings of the Holy Spirit because the Bible says that the New Testament teaches us that we should learn from the lessons that God taught the children of Israel. We should learn from their examples and not walk in disobedience towards God. Least we would suffer consequences. Okay? I hope you receive that and you are open to learning the lessons we can learn from this book so we can learn how to walk in obedience towards the laws of God and to glorify Him. So in, uh, in the name of Jesus, Father God, I just thank you for preparing us to study in this uh, book of Numbers. I just ask that you open our hearts so we can learn the lessons that uh, these Israelites could not learn from you. Teach us these lessons, Lord. Teach us not to be disobedient to your holy laws. Father God, even though Jesus has fulfilled all these laws, the principles are still the same. So open our hearts to learn from these pages in the book of Numbers. Teach us, Holy Spirit how to apply these principles into our lives and most importantly teach us how to obey you because you are a faithful God. We thank you. In Jesus name we say Amen. Before we go, I want to remind you to visit our website drruthtanyi.org That's D-R-R-U-T-H T-A-N-Y-I dot O-R-G And check out our event page and sign up for one or all of our upcoming events. While there, remember to subscribe to Dr. Ruth's monthly Bible teaching e-newsletters so you can start receiving more life-changing teachings. If Dr. Ruth's teachings are a blessing to you, we would like to know that. So would you please send us an email and let us know? Here is our email address, info at drruthtanyi.org. That's I-N-F-O at D-R-R-U-T-H-T-A-N-Y-I dot O-R-G. You can also find Dr. Ruth's simple, 
and practical teachings on YouTube. Just search for Dr. Ruth Tanyi Ministries, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and watch Dr. Ruth's Bible teaching videos at your convenience 24-7. Remember to click the notification bell on YouTube after you subscribe. That way, you will receive alerts when we upload more Bible teachings. I am Chris Horan, and may God's abundant blessings chase you today. In Jesus' name, amen.